All right. Welcome, listener, once again, to the 50th, can you believe, edition of Footy from the Foot, uh, the podcast going to you close to the home of uh, football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined, as is customary, actually, no, we're actually in person today. Uh, <laughs> he's to my right, the director of football at Bluefoot, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir? Bullseye, mate. How are you? <laughs> we got 50. I know, and uh, we'll celebrate it throughout the uh, episode. Thank you so much for uh, Yeah, I probably wouldn't get this far if we hadn't actually had the encouragement of other people, that, the enablers who have listened to us uh, throughout this time. Yes, the fools. <laughs> in, a, in a lovely way, of course. Uh, also, the regular stuff, the games from the Premier League uh, this week, uh, some more randomiser questions, uh, Mount Rushmore of uncompromising defenders, uh, a preview of the games coming up, any other business, and then we'll get out of your way. As always, we want you to get involved. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com and at footyfromfoot on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, Google Play for all your previous podcast needs. We are at soundcloud.com slash footyfromthefoot if you are old school in that way. Please rate, review and subscribe if uh, you are so inclined. Thank you to those people who have done so so far. And our website is footyfromthefoot.com Just uh, to get going uh, just uh, just a few of the names that haven't sent congratulations to us on our 50th uh, edition uh, Jurgen Klopp was at pains to not send us his congratulations he had a bad day yesterday mate I, I, I get it <laughs> <laughs> he's got more problems than we think <laughs> uh, Pep Guardiola and, um, um, um. yeah well Pep as well he was celebrating the old uh, keeping himself in Europe sort of situation so they, they you know yeah, good day in court. I get it. I, I yeah. you know, they, they get a pass. That's <laughs> <laughs> for Robbie Savage. He's got nothing on, so he could, he could have given us some crap congratulations. Sol Campbell was going to congratulate, but he decided to go to another podcast. Oh, really? uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, in a controversial move. Yes, yeah. totally. Well, we'll start actually with uh, City's overturned ban in Europe, which I, I obviously kind of felt inevitable that that was going to be the case, it seemed to me, but anyway. Still guilty, Paul, because they got a fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, it was a weird one, really, because, yeah, like you say, the, the, the fine, but also in their judgment, it seems that they were being asked to comment on something that was outside of the time scale that UEFA set for themselves. Yeah. So, they were being accused of something that the, the time had run out on. Yeah. For, uh, that was my take on all of that, I think. I mean, it obviously bores the ass off me, really, all of this kind of... <laughs> <laughs> really? They're just playing some football, yeah? <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it did feel like they were never going to get banned, really, didn't it? I honest. thought they'd have a year ban. I really... I, I thought it'd be struck down to one year. I was surprised that they didn't uphold at least one year. But at the same time, you know, you want to see the best teams in the Champions League, don't you? Yeah. I do have issues with seeing it. It makes them stronger again by being in the Champions League. They'll keep the nucleus of the players they've got now. They'll add to it, take on Liverpool again. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I, I just wonder whether now it's going to be carte blanche for everyone to well, uh, throw money at it. And, uh, because there does need to be something in place for it's, clubs not to be reliant on one single backer. I think that has that's an important thing. But it's I just, just think they do yeah, went it's the, the wrong way. Totally, it's to safeguard the club at the end of the day. If that yeah. backer comes out and the club are in turmoil, but at the same time, if you you won, say you won a, a hundred million on the lottery and you wanted to plug it into Bolton, yeah, you yeah. know, I'd, I'd, I'd try my best. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd put my mum on the uh, the catering team or something like that For on, sure. on about half a million yeah, yeah. a year. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm a chef. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. well, you can be her sous chef. I'm not really. Fair point, mate. Yeah, I don't want to. Be, I don't want to be in charge anymore. At my age. 
so yeah, I think we've covered that uh, for long enough. Um, also, a bit of housekeeping, the Champions League draw was made. Chelsea, if they get past Bayern, yeah, right. seems <laughs> unlikely. Um, the way they're who, playing as well. Yeah, either Napoli or Barcelona, should yeah. they get through. Uh, and uh, Manchester City, uh, should they get past uh, Real Madrid, would play either Lyon or Juventus. Yeah, uh, it's going to be fun, good fun that as well, that tournament. It's like a mini tournament at the end of the season, isn't it? Yeah. One-off games in Portugal. Super excited about that, actually. Yeah, and in the Europa draw, uh, again, Manchester United in very good position against Lask. They're 5-0 up. Um, they have to play their second leg as well. Wolves, who are one apiece against Olympiacos, they need to kind of finish off that tie. Wolves will be at home um, in their second leg. Those are, in, again, in the first week of August. And then United would play either Bashir, Bashir, I don't know how you pronounce that actually, but Baskashir is it? I'll let you Turkey. do that, Paul. Well, Istanbul well, so, yeah, team, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. that much. Yeah. And uh, Copenhagen, or Copenhagen. Let's hope it's Copenhagen for um, yeah. <laughs> pronunciation <laughs> problems. I'm going to new word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, Wolves would play either Seville or Oof, Roma in the tough waters. Tough time, mate. Yeah. These are all going to be played in various different grounds in Germany. Yeah. Uh, with the final being the Friday. August 21st. Um, I don't think there's a chance of two England, English sides being in the, in the final. I think Wolves would play United in the semis should everyone get through. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Housekeeping out of the way. On Saturday in the Premier League, the early start was two games actually for an early start. Watford got an important win against Newcastle. Yeah. They won 1 0 down as well and um, came back for a good 2 1 win. Norwich, yeah, they capitulated to West Ham. And Antonio got uh, four goals in that one. Yeah, and scored more goals at Carrow Road this year than, than Norwich have. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> really, that's, that's grim. Yeah, that's a horrible stare <laughs> right there, isn't it? Oh, I, mean, blimey, I do like them stats. <laughs> and that's the kind of when you're... I think they've scored three goals at home, Norwich, this year. This calendar year. Which is insanity, isn't it? And then you've got a guy coming up who doesn't score that many anyway. <laughs> and scores. Well, that's the thing about it, is that um, if you are a struggling team, going back down to the championship doesn't doesn't actually feel that bad because you might actually start winning some games and seeing some goals. That and the fans might for. be a little bit happier as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? They are a bit of a... I think it's the third time they've been relegated from the Premier League I think now. they became the, mo- the most relegated team mm-hmm. they, from the Premier League. Basically. A big win for West Ham. The first team um, to take points away from uh, Anfield, Burnley, got a, uh, a draw with Liverpool, one apiece. Did you watch this game? I did. Uh, bits of it, yeah. Pope looks really good in yeah. goal, mate. Nick Pope, I... Yeah. Wow, rate he, him. He was the standout, definitely. And do you know what? Burnley deserved, deserved the point. I agree, yeah. And it's, it's stopped Liverpool winning all their home games now this season, so another record's gone down the drain now. <laughs> and we'll talk a little bit later about another record that went down the drain yesterday. It's going to be tough for them next season, Liverpool. And I'm going to make a, a bold statement, actually. I'm going to make it now that I, I think they might struggle to hit top four next season. Ooh. Because they've been progressively getting worse. It's yeah. almost like there's been a really good season in two seasons. I know they've hit about 190 points in two seasons. And it is a bold statement. European right. World Club champions. Mm-hmm. They did make the quarterfinals of the Champions League this season. I know they wanted to come out the um, the League Cup, whatever you want to call it. The FA Cup they went out of as well. It's, it's, yeah. it's not funny. You look at Klopp. I mean, yesterday's game we'll talk about, but he's angry at the moment. The, the, the argument against that is that they've won 
two other international competitions as well. They won the Super Cup and the uh, the World exactly. uh, Club Which, Cup as well. But, so it is it is a bit of a yeah. weird cauldron I'm talking about here. But yeah. I, I'm looking at the body language of the Liverpool players, especially yesterday, and they, they seem a little bit too cool for school, for want of a better term. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, It must be difficult to motivate yourself, having been so on it for that length of time. And so Good maybe they use maybe they use almost this as a, a pre-season to the start of next season. Well, that, that's also in my mind as well, but... Yeah. It's sometimes really hard to flip that switch back on again, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, maybe. Absolutely. And um, teams have figured out how to play them a little bit more, I think. This was an interesting result. Uh, Sheffield United, oh. 3-0 against Chelsea and were absolutely worth it. Worth it. Yeah. 100% worth it. And yeah. what a job he's done there, Chris Wilder. Yeah, they're regretting yeah. the poor start they made to their restart. You know, if they got maybe two or three more points in those first games. Which they should have had at Villa Park, to be fair, when the yeah. ball completely crossed the line mm-hmm. and the referee wasn't brave enough to give it to them. Yeah, they'd, but, uh, <laughs> they'd be well in it. And then a fairly routine 5 nothing win for Manchester City <laughs> versus Brighton and Hove Albion. And a Sterling hat-trick. And the really weird header that won... <laughs> the ball sort of hit his head yeah. and through the goalkeeper's legs. <laughs> yeah. <and> really, <laughs> very weird. On Sunday, uh, Wolves got um, a very full Sunday morning's worth of football off to a great start with a 3-0 win against Everton. Great last goal as well, and Nevis recovering the ball and then a raking pass to set up the goal. Yeah, Everton struggling at the moment. They are struggling at the moment, and um, Villa got a win. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Hallelujah. Although Palace did have a perfectly good goal choked off, in my opinion. Okay. I, I was a bit unsure why that was. Well, I didn't really see very much of this it one. It came off his shoulder, and there was, right. there was a scrape on the shoulder of the ball. But um, I'm pleased Villa got the win. It keeps it tight down there. Yeah. Especially with uh, Watford and West Ham both winning. They needed to win that game, Villa. Mm-hmm. So congrats. And then the main event, Sunday. Was... What happened here, mate? <laughs> In fact, we are here at the scene of the crime. <laughs> at Rod's place, where North London derby right. happened. Where Arsenal actually took the lead. And For three minutes. Spurs came back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, got a win. I mean, honestly, it, it did look like two mid-table teams... Uh, Coming from a Bolton fan, that by the way, everybody. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> that's the, that, that's why it should Okay, I'm going to drop my first stat on the day on you. All right, a Tottenham mm-hmm. stat. That's uh, since Jose Mourinho has come to Tottenham, only two teams have won more games: Liverpool and Manchester City. Right. Now, there you go. There's an incredible stat for you. <laughs> that sounds like you might be defending uh, Jose Mourinho there, by the way. It's, well, it's, a couple uh, more points that we've been chasing uh, top four. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's <laughs> I mean, a lot of Arsenal fans say they can't understand how they lost the game, but I can't understand how we didn't score more. I on the other, I, I I thought probably a draw would have been a, a fair result there, but I mean, it's all very very close, and so one goal was always going to nick it for me, I think as well. And then an absolutely bonkers game uh, for Leicester. They lost four one at Bournemouth for goodness sake, and they were one 0 up at half time. Soinchu got himself sent off for kicking a player at the back of the goal after yep. the second one went in, and yeah, just a crazy couple of minutes. Leicester found themselves all one losers at the end of that game. Ridiculous. And they've, they've only won four games since the turn of the year as well. So yeah. it's not just a new thing. This with Leicester, they they've been found out a little bit. They didn't really buy anybody in the January transfer window when they possibly should have. Now then, on Monday, the Monday night games have been absolutely desperate just um, during the restart. But uh, this was a actually fairly decent game. I think Southampton were unlucky not to to actually win this one uh, when they went to Old Trafford, got a two two draw. Last minute, corner gum comes in. Yeah, they got the equaliser and very much deserved, I thought. And the latest 
goal scored against United at Old Trafford. The, what's that? It was the latest goal. Oh, the latest goal. Latest goal I ever meant, well, scored yeah, at Old just, Trafford. Just, right. thought, well, of course it is. It's just been, they've just played the game. No. I understand. Right? Yeah. Uh, in in time, yeah. Into a game. Yeah. Right. At, at the end of a game, yeah. <laughs> I was like, because you, you've been touting your stats before the, uh, off air. There you go. Like, <laughs> Anti-Fergie time. There you go. The next round of games started on Tuesday. Chelsea got an absolute poor game this week. I, I had it on in the background and I just, I, I had to keep doing things. Woeful. Thankfully, I had floors to mop in the house and um, yeah. vacuuming. Medial chores. Jesus, it was it was like pulling teeth, mate. Yeah, rotten. Uh, they won 1-0 against Norwich. Uh, on Wednesday, uh, we're recording on Thursday. The, um, the 10 o'clock games have just kicked off as we are recording, so for context. Wednesday... Uh, so Burnley get a draw against Wolves and a very very last minute penalty. Terrible decision. It was a handball. That was one of those. It wasn't that a handball. If it's not given originally, then it probably doesn't get given by VAR. But because it was given on the field, there wasn't enough to overturn. Dreadful decision. And you know with VAR, here comes another stat: if Wolves didn't have VAR this season, they'd be sitting third in the table. Oof! Don't tell James that. Second or third, I believe. Wood, who eventually scored the penalty. Uh, missed an absolute sitter of a header just like 30 seconds before that to, to equalise. So I think he will be pretty relieved about that. Manchester City beat Bournemouth. And that was a closer game that most people would have anticipated, I think. And then your Tottenham got uh, a win against Newcastle. And I said, like, if I if I watch that game, they will ab- 100% Newcastle will be absolutely bobbins and... Sure Newcastle not. played us off the park. They had 20 shots on goal. Incredible. Um, but it was Jose Mourinho. It was even more incredible. First Premier League win at Newcastle. And Harry Kane got his 200-and-201st goals yesterday. Yeah. In club. club uh, and he's yeah. hit 200 goals quicker than Aguero, Thierry Henry, and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Incredible yeah. start as well. He's, he's, he's good. He's yeah. good. Yeah. And that's all I got for you today, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final game was Liverpool 1, Arsenal 2. Liverpool absolutely battered them off the park here. If I, I, I had it on in the periphery, but there was two mistakes from full defence. Yeah, and can I just, if Louise is listening, I did actually, when Spurs won, I did stupidly send him a text, looking forward to wearing my shirt next season. And then it quickly texted him and went, I think I might have been a bit premature. <laughs> but then when Liverpool went 1-0 up, I was kind of, yeah, gutted, mate. I might just drop the ball on that one. <laughs> you never learned, do you? That's I, the, do you know what? It was a real moment of madness as well. I just got all giggly. And um, literally, as I sent the text, I sent the, the, the follow-up text like, ah, thump. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, Funny. dear. Um, yeah, and then we'll move on just very quickly to the USL first game back for SD Loyal. They were away at Real Monarchs in Salt Lake City, who are, I believe are the uh, reigning champs. Cool. And they had two goal line decisions against them that were absolute stonewall goals. But um, um, <laughs> Loyal got a one nil road win, which um, puts them in really good shape for. Uh, cool. This, uh, this tournament so good well start. done to them good start back before we take a quick break because it is our 50th episode I've got some facts ab- around the number 50 my first one <laughs> by the way these aren't good stats they're just around the, the number 50 uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Marshall um, became the 10th different player for Manchester United to score 50 Premier League goals no other team has had that many players Get reach that milestone. All right. So, like I said, there will be more of those. They are bang average at best. A bit like us. 
It's, Bit it's like all, the North London derby. That's all I could come up with. Yeah. <laughs> Bang out. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break there, and when we come back, we will fire up the randomness. All right. Um, just yeah, before we get started on the randomizer, some more big names that haven't sent their congratulations. Uh, Alex Ferguson. Um, <sighs> I was hoping, mate. Yeah. Pele yeah. was another big name to to yeah, not not sit letters. Let us know how uh, grateful they are for the podcast being fifty, and uh, and Steve Claridge as well. So yeah, disappointing, but uh, nevertheless, thank you. <laughs> how did you pick him out from? <laughs> Well, I just thought yeah. I like the idea of yeah. Alex Ferguson, Pelly, and Clarence yeah. together. I'm waiting for a call from Perry Groves. <laughs> Not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's fire up the randomizer. First time in person. Yeah. Nine. Question nine. Cult heroes for different, various different clubs. Ooh, cult heroes. That's a great question. Well, a cult hero for, for Bolt Wanderers um, was a fella called Trevor Morgan. He, uh, his nickname was Sumo because he was a big old. It was a big lad. He was in the old fourth division, but he had his own like gravity. Like no one could get near him with the ball, um, <laughs> and <laughs> he, he would gravity. just hold the ball up, pass it on, and yeah, he was he was a bit of a legend. And uh, Ivan Campo, I think, as well for us, he was he was brilliant. Totally, mate. Yeah, yeah. that's a good shout. I used to love Eric Torsford at Spurs. He was a bit of a cult hero. Eric the Viking, we used to sing all the time. Yeah, yeah. Was he the goalkeeper? Goalkeeper, mate. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was, yeah. Also, another cult hero, I suppose, was Naeem for the wonder goal he scored for um, <laughs> <laughs> against Arsenal in the cup winners. So final. inevitable. Inevitable, like... mate. <laughs> well, I had one for Spurs that I think you might like. Uh, Go on. Gary Doherty. Gary Doherty, another great guy. <laughs> Brilliant, yeah. Because he was like a, def- like a fullback and then the... Fullback, striker, anywhere, mate, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for other clubs, uh, Ray Parler, I suppose, got the Romford Pele. Mm-hmm. Um, Cult era United's got to be canon, are not it? Yeah, yeah, I think Francis Benali. I thought he's yeah, kind of like yeah, playing at Southampton. Great one, what a mustache! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Gota for City. Yeah, yeah, feed the goats. Yeah, Niall Quinn as well playing at, at City as well, I suppose, yeah. but also probably uh, at, at Sunderland. Sunderland. And, and, uh, Barry Venison was a cult hero. Of Sunderland as well. He, uh, well, God, blimey, some of them suits that he wore. Love it. On the Love him. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. And finally, two favorite piece of memorabilia you have or would like to have. I don't really have any memorabilia, mate. I did have that story about the White Hart Lane train station sign that my friend acquired <laughs> who I don't know who that was that was probably the, the, I mean, the closest to any kind of memorabilia that I knew somebody had well I suppose you would need to have some like something to remind you of that memory because you probably weren't kind of <laughs> thinking quite straight at the time anyway so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not really one for I think I used to be one that would sort of collect all sorts of things you know scarves and bits and pieces like that but um, I think the FA Cup final programme uh, mm-hmm. that I wrote an article for, mm-hmm. again, for about Bluefoot uh, that's my that's one of my favourite pieces of memorabilia that, no that, that, and that's that, a real moment as well isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah that was, I mean it was brilliant it brought everybody together like people were really kind of uh, no super cool yeah really helpful in putting all that together and it was a really good day I, I mean the actual <laughs> lead up to that and the day itself was a real good giggle yeah, yeah so cool. that's probably my thing Dear listener, do you have your own uh, pieces of memorabilia that are very special? I'd like to. Um, I'd like to have had Mauricio Pochettino's tear-stained hanky after the Ajax win. I think that might have been kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, 
like some sort of fountain of youth if I rub my forehead with it. I don't know. But <laughs> well, didn't um, didn't Joe say like donate his coat or something to somebody like back in the day? So that that's kind of that's flying around somewhere, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, his go. winners medal that he donated. to <laughs> Yeah, somebody. I remember the, the winners medal he gave away, yeah. didn't he? That yeah. that was a real odd move. Well, we'll uh, take a quick break there, and uh, actually before we do, uh, another fact around fifty. Oh, here we go. This one's actually... So, Messi has scored 50-plus goals with Barcelona for, the, for 12 consecutive seasons. Unbelievable. Okay, we'll take a quick break there. And then when we come back, we'll have a look at the Mount Rushmore of no-nonsense defenders. So, Mount Rushmore, this this week we're going to look at no-nonsense defenders. And for that, it's the kind of... Not these fancy ball-playing centre-halves. The fellas that have put you in the stand uh, before and then think about it later, Terry Butcher. I think he's going to be my first nomination. Good as, shout, Paul. As, as, as no-nonsense. Yeah. as that famous uh, image of him. I mean, he wouldn't be allowed to do this anymore, would you? But the, uh, he was playing for England. I think it was away somewhere in like Eastern Europe or something like that, where his bandage is absolutely covered in blood. His shirt's like covered in blood. Unbelievable, mate, like, wasn't it? Oh, Who mean, was that against, Paul? I forget now. It was... I think it was some qualifier, probably for the 88 Euros or something like that. I, I think I remember the, the kit that he was wearing. Yeah, it was a proper mess, wasn't it? Oh, it was re- I mean, it was disgusting, really. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, but also, like, you, these days, you just would not be allowed to do it. You would have been told to get off the field, change your shirt. Yeah, it was a proper no-nonsense, like, yeah, non-dual pass. Central defender, and played for uh, Rangers as well. Captain I was going to say, he managed in Scotland as well. Was it Kilmarnock? Yeah, I think he did a couple of places, really. I think, right. Yeah. At Inverness County, I think, for a little bit as well. Actually, really decent on the radio uh, as a kind of co-commentator. Cool. Um, So yeah, that's that's going to be my first one. Okay, John Terry. John Terry. All right. (laughs) As much as I don't want to. (laughs) As much as I don't want you to. No. No. (laughs) But you know what? You'd have him in your side, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's the thing. He He was, and he was, he was worth a goal as well. That one, he could get his head on there. He'd throw his body in front of everything, though, wouldn't he? He You know, he would tell you. That's why I can't understand how Villa are so inept at the back. Hmm. Interesting. When they've got him as a defensive coach there. Like in this bubble, this football bubble in the world, you know what I mean? So he knows how to play. He, know, he knows what to do on the football pitch. But when it comes to outside of that, right. it all sort of goes a bit astray for him. I, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, like the, the, yeah the, kind of the rules and regs of playing in the game. He knows exactly what he's meant to be, where he's meant to be, and what, what, yeah, what his job and, is. And, all right. Highly decorated player uh, for Chelsea. Probably one of the best in the Premier yeah. League history, in my opinion. And, yeah. And, yeah, and it's interesting how many of these are probably going to be captains as well, aren't they? Leaders on the field, definitely. Um, my other, my other one, Franco Baresi, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the period where in Italy that you know there's hardly any goals scored, was there really? Because like there was the likes of Baresi, he would just kick you into the car totally, park, totally. <laughs> <laughs> then let you score a goal. It's a nineties era, like the absolutely quintessential. Italian defender he would just for sure yeah either you could go past or the ball could go past but not not both yeah yeah. (laughs) that that was his philosophy I think but yeah what a defender he was I thought in the Premier League Yapstan was amazing for me Mm. I mean he's definitely no nonsense Jesus Christ and and he left the club because of his autobiography didn't he I mean Fergie kicked him out basically yeah because I think he regrets that as well. That's one of his like big regrets, isn't it? Uh, oh, what a defender! Yeah, what a defender! I mean, he looked me. He, he is a striker. I used to be a striker, and many, many years ago now, actually. But yeah, <laughs> if you came up against somebody like Yapstam, who looked like he just escaped, he, I wouldn't want to play against. He was a, yeah, <laughs> a big Dutch man, as the song went. Yeah, yeah. So you, you could also name people like 
Uh, Sol Campbell was was half a decent player at Spurs. Didn't do much <laughs> else after that, but um, <laughs> went downhill from there. <laughs> um, well, I had Tony Adams in in the interest of balance as well. So. Tony Adams, yeah, and uh, Marco Maserazzi. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think next week we're going to do uh, four examples of. Total shithousery, and I think that, that uh, yeah, Matarazzi in the World <laughs> Cup against Zidane in the, in the final. Probably um, one of the most insane moments in football for me. So we'll, I think that's what we'll do next yeah. week. So if, if anybody has any ideas of uh, example, like the greatest examples of shithousery, um, please let us know. Cool. Well, before we move on, yeah, I'm unrelenting on these facts around fifty. Um, <laughs> I'm not again. I'm not saying that these are any good, but. In fact, this one's really terrible. Hit it. Uh, <laughs> Bullseye time. 50% of uh, Mikhail Antonio's Premier League goals have been headers, which is 16 out of 32. <laughs> <laughs> All the players with at least 30 goals. Only John Terry at 66%. I'm carrying on. Kenwin Jones and Tim Cahill, both 55%. And Duncan Ferguson, 53% have scored a higher percentage with their head. What do you wow. think? Wow, I, I, you know, I, I kind of switched <laughs> off after. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Only playing. I love, I, love, I love the footwork he's on here. All right, well, if, I think we are all going to need a little break and then we'll come back with a preview of the games that are coming up this coming week. All right, before we uh, preview the week's games, uh, this. Justin, some more names that um, have, have singularly not given us congratulations on our 50th episode. Sam Allardyce. Um, I thought that was a shoey, mate. A real, that's a real disappointment for me. Yeah, no. Big fan of Big Sam. Roy Keane, his lighter side. Yeah. But, I, um, well, I got an email last night. Alan Shiro was going to contact us, but it, as, as yet, nothing. Not materialised. Yeah. I hope it wasn't a scam. And Phil Neville yeah. as well. Actually, <laughs> bigger things to do today. What, we're not sure of, but yeah. <laughs> By the time this podcast comes out, you may be, this game may have already happened. The Watford-West Ham game, which is pretty massive. I think Villa fans are maybe hoping for a draw in that one, you'd think. What's the best result there, really? I don't know. It's a difficult one, this. Is it going to be a Germany-Austria sort of, let's play out for the draw, 982 World Cup? Villa needs to start winning their own games rather than worrying about other people. Saturday. Uh, so there's actually FA Cup and Premier League this weekend. So there's less games on Saturday and Sunday than, than usual. In the Premier League, 9.30, Norwich play Burnley. Whatever. Any comments? No. No. Okay. And then the semi-final of the FA Cup at Wembley, mm. Arsenal versus Manchester City. It's going to be weird seeing Wembley empty, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I know the Arsenal fans probably say there was no atmosphere when Spurs were there anyway, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Depends what kind of team um, City put out, I suppose, isn't it? But oh, Arsenal... he's going for this. Yeah. I, can't, I can only see a City win here, yeah. to be fair. Fair enough. Arsenal will see this as an opportunity as well, getting into Europe especially. Totally, yeah. yeah probably the biggest chance they've got of getting big, in there. Big game, big game. Sunday in the Premier League, Bournemouth plays Southampton. Bournemouth got a win, didn't they? <laughs> Midweek, so yeah. maybe they don't think they're totally out of it. But Southampton are playing really well, aren't they? Yeah, so, uh, yeah. great great coach. Hus- Husson. Hey, that geezer, yeah. Hassan Hassan Hootle, thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I really hope he comes just so you yeah. have the ladies. Thing. I keep name drawing. He hasn't even like sent congratulations. That's the thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I think he's oh, waiting for me to be able to pronounce his name properly yeah. first before he. Also in the Premier League, uh, Tottenham Hotspur play Leicester in a big game for European spots. Yeah, and you know what? It'd be nice to get a bit of revenge on Leicester. I think I was telling you the other day that 
I actually believe Spurs' season would have been totally different if the goal, the VAR goal, they should have stood when we went 2 0 up at Leicester and then actually lost the game 2 1. I think if that goal had gone in, we'd won that game 2 0. Our season would have been totally right. different. Interesting. Who knows, really? I mean, Leicester keep getting the odd win. They're winning in this one right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and then the, f- the second semi final at Wembley, Manchester United play Chelsea. I see Man United. Giving Chelsea a bit of a headache here, mate. I think this might be a really good game, actually. Yeah, I, I don't think Chelsea are on their game at the moment, though. be interesting to see Giroud come up against Maguire. I think that's a weak spot there straight away for uh, mm. United, but I, I see United winning this game. But then, Scorsese was on the radio this morning moaning about they've got two more days to, um, you know, rest before they play this game, and it's like, is he feeling a bit of pressure now? You know, now he's winning games, yeah. but he didn't win the Southampton game. Is he getting a little tense? You know, it's it's yeah. going to be interesting. Stop scoring goals, haven't they, Chelsea? That's the thing. They um, have stopped scoring goals, but they, don't have, they haven't stopped leaking them, have they? Sorry, go on. Interesting, no. I think uh, I, I, that's my that's my game of the weekend. On Monday, uh, both games are in the... Uh, sorry, three games in the Premier League. Uh, Brighton at home to Newcastle. Uh, Sheffield United at home to Everton. The whiff of mid-table kind of... Uh, Dead rubber about it, that doesn't it? Really? A little bit, my friend. Yeah, uh, and then Wolves got an important game for them against Palace at twelve fifteen that yeah, day. They should be winning that. Yep, big opportunity. Tuesday, uh, two games: Watford at home to Man City. Oof. Yeah, that's not exactly the fixture they'd want right now. I don't suppose uh, they took Liverpool, Paul Vicarage Road. So <laughs> maybe, yeah, good one. Who knows? And then the final Blue Foot Derby of the yep. season: Villa play Arsenal. And a really important game for both teams for very different reasons. But maybe if Arsenal have already through to the FA Cup, they'll hang their hat on that being the way that they get into Europe. I don't know. I come on, Villa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Outs himself as... Totally, mate. Well, I can't do what you expect. <laughs> Wednesday. Again, the Premier League. Manchester United play West Ham United, which is always one of them... Squeaky ones, I think, for United, aren't they? They always mm-hmm. seem to turn it on uh, West Ham when they're playing United. Well, they beat, they've done a double over Chelsea this season, West Ham. Mm. Uh, Liverpool play Chelsea. That's a fun game, too. Mm-hmm. Finally, Sunday, SD Loyal are at home to LA Galaxy Stiffs. I think you can watch that on ESPN Deportes. You can hear more on that with uh, Marissa on her uh, Fair Weather podcast. Happy days. Concentrates entirely on SD Loyal and USL games. Brill. All right. Um, we'll take a quick break there. Have you not got another 50 stat? Oh, I mean... Come on, there's a big one at the bottom, I've seen. <laughs> if you insist. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to make this my... La- oh, no. Oh, I mean, no. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Play it by ear. <laughs> well, your, um, your favourite uh, son from, uh, from Tottenham. The first ever Asian-born player to score 50 goals Congrats in the Premier to him. Congrats to him. That's the best stat of the day. There we go. So yeah, that, that's that's uh, facts around fifty. That's facts. Uh, Love it. All right, uh, take a quick break there, and then we'll come back with any other business. All right, I've just checked my email, and here's some more uh, names that uh, have neglected to send their congratulations. Uh, Steve Bull and uh, Mauricio, uh, uh, Mauricio Pochettino. He's, <laughs> yeah, if I can actually say the <laughs> I thought Bully would have been there being 50, you know what I mean? Oh, no, that's, oh. That, that was the hope Jeez, there. Yeah. Um, and also Ian Dowie, yeah. again, not got not got back to me. Well, uh, you know, it is a Thursday morning, I get it. <laughs> Never mind. Ian Dowie. 
Any other business then? Well, apparently they just named that the five subs are going to be carried on into the new season. What do you think about that? I think it's pretty horrendous, actually, the smaller teams. I think you're, I think you're right, yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what it is good for is that there's going to be two more people given the opportunity probably to uh, become professional footballers. But also, yeah, those people yeah. are going to have to be paid. And uh, yeah, it's but definitely... teams like Manchester City, Liverpool, United, Chelsea, they've got a bigger squad. It's it, it's going to benefit them. The only team it's going to really benefit that I care about is England in the Euros, maybe. It, it could work in our favour. Yeah. It will work in the favour of the bigger countries. That's I hadn't really thought about uh, the impact on international football, but you're right. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, England might do all right out of that. Like some of attacking talent. Uh, the, what, something I would like to bring up is the, the Wigan game midweek against Hull. Wigan were actually up seven nothing at half time. I know, right? Ended up winning eight nothing. This is always the way, isn't it? There's always a disappointing yeah. second half. When totally, yeah, totally, you know, yeah. Everyone denied a ten nil go, a ten nil win there. What do you say at half time if you're the whole manager? That's <laughs> a good point. Maybe they needed uh, Phil Brown back. Like, yeah, to berate them on the field at that point. But uh, Wigan, obviously, they got this twelve point deduction this season. Sure, and um, they're now twelve points outside the relegation zone. So Brentford are on a tear. They've won every single game since the eight. turn. Eight on the spin. Yeah. In the championship. Really fun watch too. And they've got a new stadium to move into next season. So maybe that will be in the Premier League. Tough league to win eight on the spin as well. Jeez. Um, let's move on to the predicted game where Beverly was our listener picker this week. And it was slim pickings. Um, a couple of coupon busters for us. Um, unfortunately, Bev only got one result correct. I only got two. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you... Showed us the way with four correct results. There you go. See, yeah, yeah. Believe, believe in me, and um, yeah. I'll well, show you, you the way. Spurs win. You got a Villa win that nobody else predicted, <laughs> and you got the draw against Burnley. There you go, Liverpool. <laughs> so there you go. Out of nowhere. I love- <laughs> so, <laughs> this week's listener picker is Clay, our resident at Manchester City and Marseille fan, who we bump into the other day as well. The North London derby, uh, social distancing, of course, people. But yeah, <laughs> the first game is Manchester City and Arsenal in the FA Cup semi at Wembley. Uh, Clay has gone a three-one win for City, of being a City fan, of course. I've gone three-nil, so in many ways, I'm more confident than him in City winning. Four-two, two. two. Who do you think? <laughs> just, I mean, City. Just for the, <laughs> just for the benefit just of the Just in team. case, eh? <laughs> Spurs-Leicester. Play uh, has gone one apiece in this one. Against my better judgment, I've gone 2-1 for Spurs in this. 3-0. Two Spurs. Wolves-Palace. Clay and I agree on a 2-0 win for Wolves in this one. 4-0. Watford-West Ham in that relegation six-pointer. Clay... Sees a nil all draw. I see a two apiece in this one. Two nil West Ham. Sheffield United, Everton. Yeah, they really do. Like the, the games are fairly sparse. <laughs> Sheffield United, Everton. One apiece. Clay reckons I'm going two one to Sheffield United. I'm afraid. Sorry, Bev. Yeah, I'm going two nil Everton. Okay. Two I nil. mean two nil Sheffield United. Sorry. Just <laughs> go say what you see, Ronnie. Say what you see. The other semi United Chelsea. Clay thinks this is going to be a Chelsea two one win. I think it's going to be a 3-2 game. Uh, 3-2 to Manchester United. 3-1 United. 3-1 United after much deliberation. Do you know what? Because I can't call it, mate. Well, you have a record of not calling any of these games, so let that be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brighton versus Newcastle. Clay's gone uh, 0-0. I've gone one apiece. I'm actually going with Clay on this one. 0-0 it's our 50th, and I just wanted to say thank you to everyone that's uh, totally like, yeah joined in with our with our silliness. Uh, Luis and uh, Marissa from the San Diego Gooners have been on. Brilliant. James from the San Diego Wolves. 
Christy from the San Diego Citizens, uh, Kim and Chris from uh, San Diego Foxes, Simon from uh, the San Diego Villains, Greg for his insight on uh, US soccer. Thank you, Greg. Uh, Paul Brown and his contribution on our uh, Greatest Ever England team. All of those people have been willing to give listener picks for our predicted game. Really appreciate that. Uh, Bands FC and Footy Classics for giving up their time to be inter- interviewed by us amateurs. I'm getting all emotional, Paul. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the management at Bluefoot for uh, allowing their reputation to be sullied by us uh, <laughs> doing this. Well, they did employ me at first, to be fair. I mean, what did they expect? <laughs> but yeah, we thank, thank everybody um, at Bluefoot. Uh, also, the creators of Zoom for the past few months. Yes. And uh, Rodney, your good self. And, uh, and to you, Paul, thank you for all the hard work you do. It's been um, it's been fun, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's quite amazing. Yeah, that we've we've done this. I think we've got an away day next week, actually, for the podcast, haven't we? That's true. Yes, we, we might are. be sitting around the lake in Big Bear as we do this. <laughs> yeah, we're already on the beach. Yeah, um, which would be a nice thing just before the anniversary. Indeed, sir. Yeah, yeah. We decided to do this podcast because uh, it would be an excuse to hang out with, uh, with fun people who who love their football, and uh, and I've enjoyed. Putting these things together, and, and thank you to everybody who's listened. And it, yeah, it means a great deal when people come up and say, I really enjoyed listening to your stuff. And my sister, bless her, who's nearly married to an Arsenal fan, which is such a sad decision in life. <laughs> she, fact, she finally got around to listening to last week's episode. Thank you for tuning in, Linda. She messaged me this morning and said, Just heard your podcast, it's amazing. Well, very nice. Excellent. Well, thank we you. We get there in the end, people. <laughs> really. All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll round that off. Uh, please get in contact. Footy from the foot at gmail.com and at footy from foot on our social media outlets. Um, and yeah, suggest future uh, talking points. And, uh, yeah, anything that you want us to discuss. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and now Overcast as well um, for all your previous podcast needs. And you can access that from footy from the foot.com, which is our website. If you're so inclined, tell some friends. Uh, thank you to my pal, David Sangster, for the thinking and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow on at one in 20 Parkinson's. He's doing some really fun things as well uh, just recently involving music. So, yeah, give him a follow on there. Usually, wherever you watch your football, <laughs> yeah. make sure that you show your appreciation. But you can do that on the website, bluefootbar.com. You can tip virtually there and also buy the T-shirts that go uh, to help the service out in these weird times. Thank you to everybody who already has. And there you go. Uh, thank you, dear listener. And uh, let's do this again for another 50. Bye! <laughs>